So, uh, first of all, I want to um, I want to send out my prayers and condolences to Jamin Pug's uh, family. Uh, Jamin Pug, um, better known to a lot of us wrestling fans as Jay Briscoe, um, passed away uh, yesterday in a fatal um, two-car um, um, accident um, in Delaware. Lauren Delaware and apparently the information that has just come out courtesy of the Delaware Police Department is the driver is it was two Chevrolet Silverados one was I think a 1500 and the one that Jay was driving was a 2500 um, from what I've read and apparently the woman who was driving the 1500, according to the Delaware police, for some unknown reason, because they were both going opposite ways, you know, uh, Jay, I believe, was, you know, heading, I think, east, I believe, or west. Well, basically, they were just going different directions, you know. And the short of it is, according to the Delaware uh, police, she... um she decided to uh, pull into the lane that Jay was driving in for some unknown reason, and that resulted in the head-on collision of the two Chevrolet Silverado trucks. Like I said, she was driving a 1500, he was driving the 2500, and both both Jay and the female driver of the respective vehicles were pronounced dead on the scene basically um as um alex hicks when he talked about it uh, said instantly killed they were instantly killed and um his two daughters jay's daughters were uh, properly secured by the ambulance and the police taken to a hospital one of them is all is basically uh, all right is basically all right just you know you know, has some injuries, and um, but it's resting. She's kind of like stable. Uh, the the other daughter, who is the oldest, I think, the twelve year old, I believe. Um, I, I must, from what I understand, she needs to have surgery on her needs to have surgery. She's in critical condition. Um, her mom, um, Ashley, uh, has asked for prayers. And you know, condolences—you uh, know, well, not condolences, but prayers—basically for her daughter to get better, for her legs to move again. Um, yeah, it sounds—it sounds as serious as, as it does. That basically, the injury to her twelve-year-old daughter um, may may have potentially—not saying it did—but may have potentially caused. You know, may it, 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 she didn't say it basically, but from the sounds of the way she described it, you know, hoping that her legs move again, it sounds like the injury that she sustained could potentially lead or be diagnosed as a paralysis, but we're not, but we're not 100% sure. I don't think any of us are, but yeah, prayer. Yeah. But you know, she's asked for prayers to be sent out for her daughter to get better. It's what, you know, she puts it, Jay, Jamin would want, but yeah, it's that, but yeah, you know, so prayers to her family and also prayers and condolences, you know, to her and her daughters and the entire Briscoe family 
whole pug family over this because you know it, it's hard to it's hard to imagine that as a wrestling fan you know things like this happen i mean this is why a lot of people always say you know enjoy life to its fullest you know hug and tell those close to you that you love them and that couldn't be any more truer than what what it is now when it comes to these situations i mean i'm i'm reminded basically of what happened with Eddie Guerrero um you know a lot of us you know the last time we saw Eddie was on the smackdown before i think it was I think it was Great American Bash or, or, or one of them. No, that was not Great American Bash. It was, I think, I think it was No Mercy. Yeah, I think it was No Mercy. No, not No Mercy. It was Night of Champions. That's what it was. It was Night of Champions. Well, yeah, that's what it was, Night of Champions. And he was supposed to, was it Night of Champions? No, no, no. It was, it was No Mercy. I'm thinking of something else. I'm thinking of something else. I, I do apologize. Um. But yeah, it was no mercy, I believe, that year. And he was supposed to face Dave Bautista for the World Heavyweight Championship. And from what we pretty much were uh, given, you know, an idea from Stephanie McMahon herself, Eddie was originally supposed to become champion. He was supposed to be, you know, Bautista uh, for that title uh, at no mercy. And unfortunately, what happened is... Around that day, you know, around that day, um, well, now, well, it wasn't, uh, l- l- let me correct myself, I'm, I'm just, I've got so much going on in my mind when it comes to this, th- these kind of unfortunate events, but it basically it was around the time, it was around the time that No Mercy was coming up, and like I said, Eddie was supposed to become champion at that event, he was supposed to be he was supposed to beat uh, Bautista uh, for the title, you know, uh, at that event. It wasn't, you know, the event after SmackDown, the last SmackDown he was on. It was like I think a week or two before, you know, a week or two afterwards, uh, from what I understand. It's going to be like a week or two afterwards. Uh, but yeah, you know, none of us expected, you know, with the push that they were giving him, you know, that. You know, which obviously would have led to that to that uh, victory. None of us would have imagined what would happen 48 hours later. None of us. None of us would have imagined that. The same with, unfortunately, unfor- the same, unfortunately, with Chris Benoit. You know, I mean, I mean, the the thing is. You know, despite how you feel about him personally, I mean, personally, as a person, what he did was wrong, you know, and he should, he should, and hopefully is burning in the depths of hell, if you know what I mean. But from a professional standpoint, as a wrestler, or as WWE likes to allude to, an on-screen character uh, portrayed by somebody else, um, you can't deny his paralysis in the ring and how good he was, you know. And, you know, basically, you know, taking, basically taking himself and his opponents uh, to the next level. And, 
you know, just like with Eddie two years prior, Chris was um, given a, a massive push. You know, not like he had had before, but it was a push from a massive standpoint when it came to the ECW brand. And he was scheduled originally to face um, CM Punk. They had set this up to where it was going to be him and CM Punk, um, you know, one-on-one, you know, for the ECW championship, for the vacant ECW championship. And unfortunately, we all know what happened you know, um, you know, basically on the day of the event where he was supposed to go one on one with um, with CM Punk, you know, unfortunately we all know what happened, and it really took us all by surprise. It really did. It really took us all by surprise because none of us expected that to happen. None of us did, and you know we. We all remember watching that Monday Night Raw and Vince McMahon being in the middle of the ring of an empty arena because of what happened. And then we also remember 24 hours later, after more information came out, him showing up on ECW television, apologizing for what they had shown the night before, which a lot of us, including myself, actually have on DVD um, from its original recording, and saying that as of right now and as of last night we would never hear of Benoit ever again and the way they've kind of worked around that as I mentioned is to basically classify the Benoit character that we the Benoit that we see on television as somebody else and not basically one and the same but I bring both of these up because these were sudden you know sudden unfortunate you know tragic situations you know one like I said with Eddie unfortunate and tragic the other with you know Benoit tragic and you know um, basically you know something a tragedy that shouldn't have happened period a tragedy that shouldn't have happened period but I'm reminded of those two two in a sense as different as those passings were one unfortunate, one tragic at the hands of the person that passed as well. And I'm remind, and it reminds me of the fact, I, I bring those up because, because when I listen, when I hear what happened to Briscoe, it, it's just hard to, it's just hard to really put in the context, to put in the words, um, the fact that You know, here's a guy that had just been given, along with his brother, their 13th World World Tag Team Championship reign over one of the best tag teams in the world today, FTR, at final battle in one of the most brutal, uh, violent dog collar matches uh, in history, thus culminating in probably one of the best, you know, wrestling trilogies you know, rivalry-wise, to ever come out of professional wrestling, whether you work for Ring of Honor, AEW, WWE, New Japan, you name it. And and to, and to know the fact that they the reason they were given this run, they were given this 13th run, was because they were going to be one of the... 
one of the centerpieces, the heart, if you will, of Ring of Honor, you know, that that is, to me, that is not just high praise from someone like a Tony Khan saying, hey, I want you guys to be our tag champs when we go and have television soon uh, in some capacity. But that is also also a huge respect by Tony Khan to say, hey, you're one of the best tag teams outside of FTR, and I need FTR and AEW more so than Ring of Honor, so I'm going to put the belts on you. And, again, that's high praise and respect by TK. I don't think anybody, any of us could deny that. But, but now, all of a sudden... All of a sudden, you know, you have this situation unfortunately happen. You know, and it's like, it's like you just never know what's up the road. You know, you know, you never know, you know, what life has planned for you or even what the afterlife has planned for you or what God himself, the Lord above has planned for you. You never know. Again, it's unfortunate because, like I said, like Alex Hicks, just Alex here on YouTube, uh, pointed out, we had just saw him. We had all just saw him compete in that match against FTR. And it's hard. It's hard for a lot of us as fans to know that this happened, that this occurred. And what's even crazier, like I said, is he was a tag team champ. And now the question is, what happens to the tag team titles? Well, obviously, the answer is they got to be vacated. But now also the question is, what happens to the Ring of Honor? Because Tony Khan, when he bought it, you can't tell me that his initial goal was to have the Briscoes be part, not just be part of it, but be, as I mentioned, the heart and soul of that company as they've been since its inception. And now the question is, where does he go from here with Ring of Honor? Does he continue to move on with it? Or does he, maybe out of respect for Jay, say, you know what, I can't do Ring of Honor anymore because the Briscoes were Ring of Honor and it's just a shell of of its old self? Or does he continue on? Does he continue Ring of Honor on in the memory of Jay? And maybe... You know, out of respect to to Jay, give Mark a rub. Say, Mark, I'm gonna make you champion. I'm gonna make you Ring of Honor champion. Out of respect to your brother, I'm gonna have you beat, you know, Claudio, and you're gonna become champion. You know, is that what happens? We don't know. We don't know. I could tell you this. In its short history, this will be the second time that AEW is going to really have to restructure, in a sense, restructure the programming. Maybe not as much as they did for, you know, for, for John Huber, for Brody Lee. But they're going to have to restructure it somehow tonight. They were, the, that, that pretty much is a fact. They're going to have to do that. Because I know, I know that when you're, when you uh, are close to, when you work closely with somebody, 
And whether or not they were part of your roster initially or, or, or not, it will affect you. It will affect you. And I guarantee you, that audience tonight, when that, when that screen pops up and it says in memory, you're going to hear them chanting Br- Briscoe, Briscoe, Briscoe all night long. You know that. You know that that's exactly what they're going to do. That they're going to chant Briscoe, Briscoe, Briscoe. And that every man and woman competing in that ring tonight is going to have an armband or some kind of, you know, memento acknowledging Jay when they compete. But yeah, it's... Uh, but yeah, it's just hard to believe that you know uh, one half of the one half of the one of the greatest tag teams to never step foot, mind you on this, never step foot in a WWE ring. Heck, not heck, one of the greatest tag teams to never step foot in an AEW ring has passed away. Has passed away. I mean. I mean, we know, we know the reports had come out throughout the years. Even when Ring of Honor was its original, you know, Sinclair uh, form was, you know, being um, basically deactivated for a time before it was bought out by Tony Khan. We know that, you know, during the stint in Ring of Honor. They were contacted by WWE. WWE had interest in these guys, but they can never bring them in because of the same similar reasons that AEW, Tony Khan, couldn't put them on Dynamite or Rampage. And it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Now, I know the Briscoes, I believe, competed in New Japan, and I think... They were the junior, I think they may have been the junior heavyweight tag team champs or even the tag champs at one point. And that, to me, is probably the only biggest stage outside of Impact and Ring of Honor because, yes, they were the Impact tag champs not that long ago either. And that's a surprise. But but they basically, outside of those two promotions that people know of, never really had a chance to shine. Never really had a chance to shine on the biggest stages possible. I mean, the matches, imagine that the Briscoes could have had in WWE with the tag teams that were there at the time when they were being courted. I think they were being courted at the time when the New Day was just finding its stride. They were being courted when the Usos were coming into their own. They were being courted when FTR, as the revival, was stealing the show on NXT and Smack on NXT, and eventually Raw and SmackDown. They, they, they could have faced Alpha Academy, just as they were starting to rise up the ranks and become a formidable tag team. They could have faced any combination of sanity. The possibilities were there. 
but they never got the chance, you know, to do it. They never got a chance to to make those possibilities a reality. They never did. I mean, you look at AEW, and yeah, they've been able to compete against some AEW talents, you know, tag team wise, not just with Ring of Honor, but other places like House of Glory and stuff. But but the thing is, imagine the teams they could have faced on AEW television. You know, teams comprised of any combination of JAS. Teams like the acclaimed. Teams, once they, and I'm sure they faced them before, but teams like Private Party. You know, teams like, you know, when they were, when they were together as a tag team, Jungle Express. Teams... Like the like once again because they faced them before. I don't well I don't know if they faced them in tag team wrestling, but the Hardys. I mean, I mean think about this too. Swerve, but when they were a team themselves, Swerve in all glory. Again, the matchups that they could have had, but because of this, but because of this. Standards and practices of Warner Brothers themselves, the Warner Brothers Discovery, Turner's Media itself. We never got that. We never got that. So, yeah, in closing, my, like I said at the beginning, my prayers and condolences do go out to Jamin's, Jay Briscoe's family, his wife. My prayers go out to his daughter. That she get, makes a full recovery. Both his daughters make a full recovery. But yeah, tag, the tag team wrestling world and the wrestling world in general lost a great one. Lost a great one yesterday. And you know what? You can crap on WWE all you want. You can worry about the inner workings on how that's going to affect the product all you want. But if I, but if NXT did prove anything last night, and who has the final say creatively? Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels told them to break the news. You know, to break the news about what happened. And they did. They didn't have to, but they did. So, yeah. Again, my prayers and condolences to his family. You know, in this moment of loss, my prayers for his daughters to make a full recovery. And all I can say is thank you, Jay Briscoe, for the memories that you gave us as fans. I never got to see you guys live in person when you would tour Independence. Uh, but I did watch some of your matches, you know, as tag, as tag team champions, as a world champion. And I, again, I have to say thank you for all the memories, man. You will be missed. And, Mark, if you decide to hang it up, we do understand. But if not, and you want to carry on your brother's legacy for who knows how much longer, I hope and pray Tony Khan, he does the right thing, respectfully, and just like your brother, gives you a shot at being the champ in Ring of Honor, heck, gives you a shot at being a champ in AEW. 
And that's all I can say. So, again, thank you, Jay. You will be missed. Godspeed. And, guys, if you're wrestling fans out there watching and listening, give me your memories on Jay Briscoe. Did you ever see him in person? What did you think of him? And until then, I am out.